Fix Insider September 22. News that Rupert Murdko is to step down as chair of Fox and News Corp is truly the end of an era. And likely the start of a bun fight over who takes over, despite early signs in favor of Lacken. I reread the excellent Vanity Fair piece on Rupert Murdoch's succession drama on holiday last week, so good. Newf. UK broadcasters are stepping up to the challenge from streamers with Freely, a new project that essentially makes free view available on the internet, and so on to smart TVs. With all the major UK players on board and the support of the current tech team, this seems a sensible idea. But I find it odd that they say it will be pre-installed in next-generation smart TVs, but not available for older TVs. Surely it will be an app compatible with recent TVs? Another Netflix show morphs into an IRL experience. After Bites the LA restaurant serving the food from Netflix cooking shows and the Stranger Things pop-up shops, now Emily in Paris gets an experience. Fans can book a five-day trip to Paris where they visit the shops, bars and restaurants made famous by the TV show. After spending the last week in Noto avoiding crowds of White Lotus fans I can testify to the power of TV to drive tourism. CNN has a good analysis of the way live sports and live news are moving over to streaming, reducing the friction and cutting the cord. One analyst thinks it's about some form of bundling linear and streaming. Rich Greenfield, analyst at Light Shed Partners, offered an alternative view. Greenfield said he believed that the fracturing of content across the media landscape felt almost designed to make you want to stay in the bundle. He argued it is a better consumer experience to have access to a deep library of live news and sports than to attempt to piece things together with a plethora of streaming services. Greenfield suggested that the Disney Charter model, in which cable customers also gain access to an advertising-supported streamer with their traditional television subscription, could actually be the future. It feels, Greenfield said, like we are at the start where streaming just gets included. And this shows the way streaming can improve the sports experience, with an Amazon innovation called Prime Vision. Retail Media The Instacart IPO went quite well with shares up 12% at the end of the first day's trading, though some of that had dropped away since and shares trade close to the IPO price. There are many skeptics but people seem to look past their successful ad business and focus just on the core delivery business. Ads are a third of their business and likely to be far more profitable than delivery. Whilst we look at the plethora of companies starting retail media businesses, the lack of standardization and some slowness from brands to start spending serious money means it isn't as easy as it looks. So do the handful of big players have an opportunity to become gatekeepers? Do Instacart, Walmart and a handful of other scale players encourage consolidation and become next-generation walled gardens? This blog post is an interesting take on that opportunity. Another candidate for Gatekeeper is Criteo and Digiday have a good look at how they have built two new products. Commerce Max is a demand-side platform and Commerce Yield is a data business with three offerings for brands, retailers and consumers. One of the biggest challenges in this space is measurement and the new working document on retail media measurement from the IAB US and others is a positive step. AdTech The successful IPO of marketing automation platform Clavio is seen as a positive for AdTech. Much of their business comes from Shopify, who bought a 12% stake last year for $100 million. At the IPO valuation of $9.2 billion that stake should be worth around $1 billion. As the Google antitrust case gets underway we saw the first example of dirty linen getting washed in public when an exec testified how Google tweaks at auctions. I expected we would see more and more of this as people pour over the trial exhibits but they have been withdrawn from public access. Bloomberg has more on this. It's not all bad news as Elon turned to Google to have them sell programmatic ads on X. Apple continues to have significant ambitions for their ads business and Digiday look at their progress with their ad tech stack and also how their privacy policies may impact developers. Amazon
The Wall Street Journal talks of the Amazon quest for a fourth pillar to the business, complementing retail, Prime and AWS. I am sure all fix readers immediately think of their burgeoning ad business. Within the comprehensive analysis the Wall Street Journal does on the growth segments across Amazon, advertising gets a mention but makes the point that most ad revenue comes from on-site search. Maybe as that broadens, it can make the cut. An Amazon hardware event this week got mixed press coverage. The FT saw that Amazon puts generative AI at center of latest Alexa upgrades and the idea that AI may be more conversational rather than text does suggest an opportunity for Alexa, watching Spike Jones who would be less interesting with a text chat interface. The Alexa devices have a hugely valuable installed base amongst the most wealthy households and, despite the fact they tend to be used for timers or playing music, have huge potential. Reuters' take on the hardware team, before the same event, was more downbeat, but heard of some promising new devices. Reuters interviewed more than 15 current and former employees, who spoke on the condition of anonymity due to their employment terms, who described a hodgepodge of new devices in development, many of them aimed at encouraging customers to use the once groundbreaking Alexa voice service that now faces a stiff challenge in the age of generative AI and chat GPT. But, the news agency was able to identify five different new devices under development. These include a carbon monoxide detector and a household energy consumption monitor, both with Alexa built into them, as well as a home projector to make any surface a screen. AI. The big new news is a new version of DAL-E which is integrated with ChatGPT, enabling better prompts and reducing the divide between images and text. The official website is here and the Verge coverage is a good place to start on implications. Google have connected BARD to Google Apps and Services. For example, if you're planning a trip to the Grand Canyon, a project that takes up many tabs, you can now ask BARD to grab the dates that work for everyone from Gmail, look up real-time flight and hotel information, see Google Maps directions to the airport, and even watch YouTube videos of things to do there, all within one conversation. Boston Consulting Group have been using AI and found it has huge impact. Consultants using AI finished 12.2% more tasks on average, completed tasks 25.1% more quickly, and produced 40% higher quality results than those without. Those are some very big impacts. The visual storytelling team at the FT have a good explainer on generative AI. Merchant. Building on the progress in social shopping we talked of last week VC Turner Novak asks if TikTok could kill Amazon. He draws on Chinese data that shows. Duyin, the Chinese version of TikTok, and Kweizu, China's second-largest short-form video app, have stolen market share from Alibaba and JD over the past five years, which are essentially the closest companies that China has to Amazon. Clearly killing Amazon is unlikely but hurting Amazon? If social shopping takes off and TikTok shine and Temu become the go-to choice for a younger audience that could hit Amazon hard. Novak points to the creator network TikTok has as a strategic advantage over Amazon and the FT note TikTok wants to be Amazon for gens. Some precedent can be seen with search. TikTok has built a strong position amongst the young who use TikTok search for news and nearby restaurants as well as content. TikTok has been strengthening results with Wikipedia snippets. And TikTok and US rekindle negotiations, boosting apps' hopes for survival. Amazon is constantly developing and with their efforts around social shopping are clearly conscious of the challenge from the Chinese. They are proud of innovations such as this announcement about making search and shopping easier. With the cost of capital dampening down VC excess raising money for digital startups is harder than ever. But some of the big success stories of digital are threatened by another factor, availability of workers. A lot of the digital economy relies on minimum wage workers, working without much protection. 
This Guardian focus on a fast food delivery rider shows us the real cost of our craving for fast food and grocery delivery, riders earning little. And Uber may get even worse, as the EU cracks down on gig workers Uber say they will have to close down in many cities and the remaining ones would see 40% higher fares and longer wait times. Plus plus. S4 Capital, Sorrel's tech fervor has its limits, FT. UK digital marketing firm Brainlabs to go head-to-head with larger rivals after fundraising, FT. Meta Mall's putting ads in WhatsApp as it seeks revenue boost, FT. Streaming is changing the sound of music, Wall Street Journal. 210, it's, not necessarily, fair to mock Apple's Mother Nature video.